0: Welcome to the Presentation Boss Podcast. I'm Kate Norris.
1: I'm Thomas Craft.
0: And we're here to help you plan, design, and deliver your best presentation.
1: It's episode 66 of the Presentation Boss Podcast.
0: Is 66 one of your favourite numbers?
1: No, not really. No. Oh really? It
0: seems like a number that would
1: be. <laughs> um, uh, in the 60s, 60, 64 is a good one. It's a square of eight.
0: <laughs> you have weird favourite numbers. Anyway... Yeah,
1: we help you plan, design, deliver your best presentation. And to do that today, we're doing another speech breakdown where we play a talk from somewhere on the internet and we pause it at opportune moments, talk about some things that we like and that you might want to copy, some things that we don't particularly love and just generally the decisions that the presenter has made.
0: Today, we're looking at a TED Talk that was suggested to us by one of our previous guests, Tamsin Webster. She suggested this as a really great example, again, of a short but brilliant TED Talk. So let's have a listen to Nila for Merchant with her TED Talk, Got a Meeting? Take a Walk. And this was in Long Beach, California in 2013.
1: Yeah, and as we get into it, for the introduction, just remember that this is a TED Talk. It's presented at a conference to, like, a theatre-style audience.
2: What you're doing right now, at this very moment, is killing you. More than cars or the internet, or even that little mobile device we keep talking about, the technology you're using the most almost every day is this, your tush. (laughs) Nowadays, people are sitting 9.3 hours a day, which is more than we're sleeping at 7.7 hours. Sitting is so incredibly prevalent, we don't even question how much we're doing it. And because everyone else is doing it, it doesn't even occur to us that it's not okay. In that way, sitting has become the smoking of our generation.
0: This is a pretty classic, but pretty effective way of opening a presentation. And that is come in with a fact that is shocking, that is strong and attention grabbing. So what you are doing right now is killing you. It's a really strong way to start a presentation.
1: There's a little metaphor she makes in there, which is almost lost on my generation, but I think anything a little bit older will make sense, where she talks about sitting is the new smoking, and we think it's okay because everybody else is doing it, just that little bit of a connection there to um, sort of the, uh, the peer pressure of the smoking sort of culture that, that I've not particularly been exposed to, um, but I understand probably predates me a little bit.
0: That's interesting because I remember that culture. I mean, I was definitely at the tail end, but that's like mm. definitely between you and me, obviously. Hmm. There you go.
1: Also, everybody in this audience is obviously sitting. I mean, we're sitting while we record this, so yeah. um, I'm wondering what you're doing while you're listening. Maybe driving or running or... <laughs> no anyway, let's carry on.
2: Sitting has become the smoking of our generation. And of course, there's health consequences to this, scary ones besides the waste. Uh... Things like breast cancer and colon cancer are directly tied to our lack of physical inactivity. 10%, in fact, on both of those. 6% for heart disease, 7% for type 2 diabetes, which is what my father died of. Now, any of those stats should convince each of us to get off our more. But if you're anything like me, it won't. What did get me moving was a social interaction.
1: Uh, Interesting way she's sort of come at this. She's got there the list of the negative side effects of sitting, the cancers and the conditions... And they're not hugely important. She doesn't put a lot of emphasis on those um, with, I believe, good reason. So she sort of says, you know, any of these should uh, convince us to get up and move a little bit more, but it doesn't. And I think that it it just holds that tone together around, there's this list of things that we kind of ignore, and therefore I'm kind of going to ignore it in this presentation. And I think we're about to move into a story about how she stopped sitting so much.
0: Interesting, because I didn't love the way that she listed them. She said like 6% heart disease, 7% type 2 diabetes, and I don't know where those numbers come in. I don't know what 6% of what, or was that a 6% increase? I think it just confused me, and it got me thinking about, like, the number rather than what she was actually trying to talk about, which was the health condition. I think it threw me a bit.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because normally you'd come at this with the story first and back it up with that data, mm. but um, this is clearly, I mean, to me, it, it feels a little bit like we, as in you, the, the, the audience, and I already know that there's these, um, these negative side effects. We're going to address them real quickly, but we know it's not particularly motivating, so let's just address it. We know that and move on to, like I said, what I think is about to be a story. Yeah.
2: Yep. What did get me moving was a social interaction. Someone invited me to a meeting but couldn't manage to fit me into a regular sort of conference room meeting and said, I have to walk my dogs tomorrow. Could you come then? seemed kind of odd to do. And actually, that first meeting, I remember thinking I have to be the one to ask the next question because I knew I was going to huff and puff during this conversation. And yet, I've taken that idea and made it my own. So instead of going to coffee meetings or fluorescent lit conference room meetings, I asked people to go on a walking meeting. To the tune of 20 to 30 miles a week. It's changed my life.
0: She's using pace here to emphasize her point. She kind of, story, 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 story. To the tune of 20 to 30 miles per week. She was going quick, 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 slow down for the important part. And it really made it stand out. Like, I certainly had a moment of like, whoa, 20 to 30 miles per week. Like, that's a long way.
1: Was that like 30 to 40 kilometers?
0: Hmm. No, I would have said it's more like 50 kilometers. Anyway, the actual conversion is not important, but the way that she did that and used pace was really effective.
2: To the tune of 20 to 30 miles a week, it's changed my life. But before that, what actually happened was, I used to think about it as you could take care of your health or you could take care of obligations. And one always came at the cost of the other. So now several hundred of these walking meetings later, I've learned a few things. First, there's this amazing thing about actually getting out of the box that leads to out of the box thinking. Whether it's nature or the exercise itself, it certainly works. And second, and probably the more reflective one, is just about how much each of us can hold problems in opposition when they're really not that way. And if we're going to solve problems and look at the world really differently, whether it's in governance or business or environmental issues, job creation, Maybe we can think about how to reframe those problems as having both things be true, because it was when that happened with this walk and talk idea that things became doable and sustainable and viable. So I started this talk talking about the tush, so I'll end with the bottom line, which is um, walk and talk. Walk the talk. You'll be surprised at how fresh air drives fresh thinking, and in the way that you do, you'll bring into your life an entirely new set of ideas. Thank
1: you. Woohoo, there it is. A just over three minute long TED Talk idea worth sharing. Mm. What'd you think?
0: Interesting. I, I think for me, it raised a lot of questions that I maybe would have like addressed. I think if I was doing this talk, I would have said to her, practice in front of people and write a list of the questions that you get asked. So you might be able to address some of them within the presentation, things like, what if someone says that it's weird to do this? Like what sort of things could you say to them to help convince them to go for a walk? How do you take notes when you're in these meetings? How do you, maybe some of the logistics, I think for me, it just raised a lot of questions. And I don't think that I'm convinced to do walking meetings, even though that is something that I do already. So I I think it just... Slightly missed the mark for me in terms of the persuasive element.
1: I think I see this talk as a little bit of a conversation starter. Of, like if you're keen on the um, the walk and talk, maybe it's you would look her up and find it a little bit more information. I'm not super sure. And of course, we don't know what the brief was that she got. Maybe she only literally had a three and a half minute slot here. But do you think then maybe Kate like this would be a good basis for say a seven minute talk or a ten minute talk that goes into a bit more of that depth.
0: That's what I'm thinking. Like I would have liked maybe five, six minutes instead. I feel like it was just a little bit short and didn't quite satisfy the questions that I had. Yeah. Mm.
1: I think what it did do quite well was about halfway through, she said, we kind of have this idea that we can look after our health or we can look after our obligations. And I think prior to that, you could be listening and thinking, oh, you, you walk this many miles per week. Good for you. And maybe I'm not somebody who's interested in walking. It's not for me. But then she kind of listed those three extra outcomes that she's learned as a result of this process. So I really quite like that it. it's not just about going outside and walking and moving and the health benefits, but it actually boosts the sort of business outcomes as a result as well. So I actually really like those three little supporting arguments that were in there. Mm. They were brief for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: What do you think then, Kate, was the main message?
0: I think that was so clear. Got a meeting, take a walk. It's right there in the title. (laughs) I love when a title is the message. I love it.
1: Yeah, Ted Ted do that pretty well. eh?
0: Usually, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then what did you see of this presentation?
0: I think she's got a really beautiful presenting style. She seems quite natural on stage. Her movements were kind of big because she's in a big theatre. It's a huge room. And her gestures match that. She filled up the stage. What I didn't like is she has beautiful hair and it's kind of nicely wavy, curly-ish, but it covers her face and the way that the lights are, her nose and the middle of her mouth are in the light. The entire rest of her face is in shadow because you've got this hair coming from both sides of her face. The light's hitting it, throwing a shadow over 90% of her face, except for this thin strip down the
1: middle. This whole talk felt a little bit like Nilofar has this great idea that you should all get up uh, and walk around when you do your meetings. And like you said, it's been rehearsed to a point where it's easy and it's natural and she's got three and a half minutes and she's just going to tell us this one idea that's worth sharing. It just feels easy.
0: It felt comfortable, didn't it? Mm. Mm. Yeah. 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 I would have liked to see the hair tucked behind the ears, but otherwise physically beautiful.
1: Yeah. I quite liked it. And maybe this has been our shortest speech breakdown ever. Yeah. As always, there's a link in the description or in the show notes down below this episode. Uh, Go and have a look at Nilifer Merchant. Got a meeting? Take a walk. It is literally three minutes and 28 seconds long. And as you alluded to, Kate, we both do walk and talk meetings. I remember seeing this talk years ago. And yeah, often I'm doing phone calls or meetings while walking around because it just works. I like it. Apparently it's a great idea. Yeah, (laughs) worth sharing. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Presentation Boss Podcast, and we will be in your ears next week with a super special episode. See you then.
0: Thanks for listening to today's show. Head to presentationboss.com.au slash podcast, where you'll find the show notes for this episode, all other episodes, and other free resources. If you've seen a speech you'd like us to break down on the show, click us the link at podcast at presentationboss.com.au. Most importantly, we rely on you to share the information in this podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please recommend us to a friend, or we'd love for you to give us a review on iTunes. It helps more people find us. Have a great week.
1: Was that like thirty to forty kilometers? Hmm.
0: No, I would have said it's more like fifty kilometers.
1: Anyway, <laughs> the actual conversion's not important. One point six kilometers—the miles conversion—is important.
0: There you go, I thought it was more than two. One,
1: two. No, you're thinking pounds to kilograms. Two point two pounds to a kilogram.
0: Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking.
1: Also two point two dollars to the pound.
2: Oh my god.